Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to For the Earth. I'm your host, Dylan Darling, environmental reporter at the Register Guard in Eugene, Oregon. This is a podcast by the Register Guard in which we highlight people who have an environmental cause for the earth in Eugene, Springfield, or elsewhere in Lane County. I'm joined by Chandra Legui, author of Oregon's Ancient Force, a hiking guide. She's also Western Oregon Field Coordinator with Oregon Wild, and she's been there for 16 years. Thanks for joining me on For the Earth. Thanks for having me, Dylan. Great. Well, uh, this book, is, it's a really interesting read, and I should mention it came out just in July, correct? Right. Brand so, new. Yeah, hot off the presses, literally. And I've known you for a long time th- throughout this career, and you're someone that I've often called when I need to talk about old growth topics. Old growth forest is just something that it's a big part of your career, and now your book, Organs Ancient Forests. So help me understand why is old growth your cause and what is the importance of old growth? Thanks. And just to kind of clarify for folks, the terms old growth versus ancient forest, the book's called Ancient Forests. I define that as forests that have sort of grown and developed naturally over a long period of time without human much human interference. And so old growth forests are definitely a part, of, sort of a subset of ancient forests, but not all ancient forests are necessarily old growth either. So there's reasons to differentiate a little bit, but certainly ancient forests have big old trees as well as lots of other components. And those components are really vital to our whole ecosystem that we live within here in Oregon. They're, of course, great places to hike, which is why there's a hiking guide, but they're also really important for filtering our water and keeping it cool, homes for wildlife, uh, preserving biodiversity in our region, storing carbon for climate change. So they're really vital places, and the thing is that there's very few of them left. Over the last hundred or so years, through logging and development, We've destroyed about 80 to 85 percent of the old forests that once covered Oregon. And so what we have left is incredibly special and really important to protect. And it's also important to restore some of those forests so that it can make up a functioning ecosystem again someday. Thank you so much for that clarification. That really helps me understand uh, just kind of how, you know, old growth is one of those terms that a lot of people use, but putting it in context like that really helps. It also, it's something that people might see in the news or elsewhere. And what I find really interesting with your book is it provides places that people can go to see ancient forests and see examples of what people are talking about. And this isn't the first book about walking in Oregon's ancient forests. The late Wendell Wood, one of the founding members of what has become Oregon Wild, wrote A Walking Guide to Oregon's Ancient Forests. That book came out in 1991. You mentioned that your book isn't a revision of that book or or rewrite, but there definitely is a connection. Can you tell me about that? What is the connection 
with Oregon's Ancient Force, a hiking guide to Wendell's book. Yeah, well, I I had the privilege of of using Wendell's book for many years um, and actually going on hikes with him, too. He was a great advocate for our forests, working for Oregon Wild. The book that he wrote came out at a time in the early 90s when we were still logging a lot of our ancient forests on public lands, and there was a real urgency to end that, to help preserve the rest of the ecosystem that we could for many reasons. That book was really a call to action, as well as a way to get people to go out and enjoy some of these places while they remained. So I got to use that book and discover places and just found that, you know, it was feeling a bit outdated. A lot has changed since I 1991, as far as how much of our old forests are protected. New wilderness areas have been designated, for example, to protect some places. The Northwest Forest Plan has protected a lot of our ancient forests for habitat for endangered species, for example. And so I wanted to bring it into the modern era and talk about how those things have changed and and sort of the new context for our forests in Oregon, but also make it more of a modern hiking guide. I mean, people use technology a lot more when they go hiking today, or they expect to learn certain things or see certain things in a hiking guide. And so I really made it a modern hiking guide with a lot of context about about forests, about ecology, and uh, used Wendell's book as really an inspiration for it. And you mentioned that it's kind of more than a hiking guide. You definitely have the details about routes and things like that, how many miles difficulty, but you also have pieces of information about science and some of the things that you'll see as you're walking through these forests help give people the understanding of what's happening around them. Exactly. Yeah, really seeing the forest for you know along your route. So many of the hikes that people enjoy in Oregon go through forests. Sometimes it's just to get to a view or to a waterfall or something like that. And while many of the hikes in my book have those things as well, the focus really is on the journey through the forest and kind of exploring and discovering the really fascinating things that these forest ecosystems have to offer. The book it highlights 91 different hikes and the all-around organ. I'm kind of guessing many of the people who might be tuning into this podcast, they might be in Eugene, Springfield, or Lane County, and it sounds like a number of the hikes are in, in this neck of the woods. Absolutely, yeah, and we're really fortunate to have so many beautiful hiking trails in ancient forests in Lane County or the surrounding area. So from the Central Coast Range, uh, places like Kentucky Falls, for example, all the way up into the mountains, up the, in the headwaters of the Mackenzie and in the upper middle fork of the Willamette, there's a lot of really accessible hikes in this book that are near Eugene. So we've been talking about these hikes in particular, hikes through ancient forests. When I say hike in Eugene, a lot of people might think of going up Spencer Butte or a hike in general in Oregon could be, you know, going to Multnomah Falls. I'm trying to think of just popular general hikes out there. Describe to me an experience of one of the hikes in your book and how is a hike through an ancient forest different? Well, I think hiking in these ancient forests are just the best thing ever. They're just really spectacular. A lot of the forests have this cathedral-like quality with towering trees and green understory with moss and lichen and sort of a soft forest floor. At least that's in Western Oregon, the sort of Douglas fir moist forest that we experience. But I really try to help people look at some of the other 
other things folks may not notice normally. So the snags, which are standing dead trees, or looking at the down logs that have fallen and new life might be growing out of them, kind of taking in those little things and appreciating what they have to offer, you know, as part of the whole. And so I I call attention to those things, but also to the types of trees that are in a certain area. Because the hikes are all over Oregon, there's a lot of diversity in the types of forests. So here in Western Oregon, we have, you know, Douglas fir and hemlock and cedar. But if you go over to the east side, you're into ponderosa pine and lodgepole pine and western larch and just different types of trees. So I talk about those so that people can start to learn a little bit more about the forests that they're hiking through. Yes, I think when people mention old growth or ancient forests, they often think of big dug fir close to the, the west side of the Cascades. And it's really interesting to think about all the, this variety that there is in Oregon. And I lived over in, in Bend for a while, and you get to know the Ponderosa and some of that variation, but it's a, a wide variety of forests out there. Yeah, I, I really hope that the book is an inspiration to people to get out and explore a little bit more. Great. And we've been talking a bunch about the book, and and rightfully so. It's that point in time where you're getting the world out about it. But your day job is there at Oregon Wild. For people who don't know, what is Oregon Wild? Oregon Wild's one of Oregon's oldest and largest environmental advocacy organizations. It's a nonprofit. It was started in Eugene in 1974, and our mission really is to protect and restore Oregon's wild lands, wildlife, and water. Now, you don't hear forests as part of that, but really forests are integral to all of that work. And so we advocate for management practices on our public lands that protect our ecosystems and our wildlife habitat, including forests. We've worked to protect wilderness, some of our special places across Oregon, as well as everything that lives there. You've been with Oregon Wild since earning your graduate degree at U of O. I won't say the exact year, but at, at one point. Long in ago. The, <laughs> long, long ago. Well, no, long ago. In, in the early 2000s. And, you know, you've been with the, the group and, and a, a face and a voice for them for a long while. And to do this book writing process, it sounds like you're going to take some time off. Yeah, I did. I had a lot of great support from from Oregon Wild. I was able to take a six-month sabbatical to work on writing the book. Of course, it took longer than that, but fortunately, they were supportive in, in making it part of my work. And so uh, over the course of about a year and a half, I was able to either take a bunch of time off or integrate the work on the book into my, my regular job. It sounds like proceeds from the the book will be going back towards Oregon Wild? Yeah, so Mountaineers Books published uh, Oregon's Ancient Forests, and the proceeds, the royalties, go to Oregon Wild. In addition to that, books that Oregon Wild sells directly benefit the organization even more. So we have copies for sale at OregonWild.org, as well as all over the place. Yeah, and if you recognize that publisher, that's the same uh, book publisher that does Mountaineering, The Freedom of the Hills, which uh, for people who like climbing mountains, uh, like myself, that's kind of a a Bible of mountaineering. So it's a a pretty recognizable uh, publisher. Cool. It's become apparent talking to you that this book, your goal isn't just to sell some copies of a book. You really care a lot about the content that you put in there. I'm curious, how would you define success? What is your goal with Oregon's Ancient Forests? 
Well, I mean, my end goal, of course, is I want to see these vital forest ecosystems both protected, what's left, and also restored for all of the reasons that they're important for the earth um, and for all of us. I think my beyond that, the goal of the book specifically is to really just help people understand why they're important. Why are they so vital for our survival? Not just, you know, why are they great places to, to visit and hike, but but bigger picture why why they're so so very important to all of us. Now, I'm sure a lot of people are asking you about the content in your book, but now that you've reached that select club of people who have published a book, I'm sure <laughs> also people are walking up and saying, uh, hey, Chandra, how do... I go about writing a book. I, for one, have thought about writing a book, and that's about as far as I've gotten. <laughs> what advice might you give to them, to someone who wants to write a book? Uh, yeah, Dylan, I was so fortunate for the stars aligning for this one. I mean, I, I had a, you know an ins- inspiration book to, to go off of. Mountaineers books had helped with the publication of that book, and so they were the obvious person to go to. And so before I even started writing, I had the publisher lined up and support from my job and the sabbatical. Um, Most people aren't going to have all those pieces lined up, so I feel like uh, I'm way too lucky to be offering (laughs) advice to some folks. But honestly, I mean, I think just understanding how much work goes into it and that having the time and the space to do your topic justice is really important and to have some of those things lined up if you can in advance, because try to write a book while you're working, you know, 40 hours a week or, or more is really ridiculous. So you're not going to make money fans of your, your family and friends. So kind of lining things up in advance as best you can is, is definitely my advice. Of course, if you can write a, a book about hiking and actually go hiking, then that, that would definitely recommend that too. <laughs> oh, I know. I bet the research portion of this book was, uh, yeah, very demanding. Have oh, to man. Turn that trail. I mean, it, although it was, a, it, it was a bit lonely sometimes, I, I did most of the hiking and all the camping and driving um, by myself, and uh, which was a great experience in many ways, but I definitely got homesick sometimes. And did you go to most of these hikes then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, There's maybe three or four in the book that I didn't actually um, get to, but I had really close friends or colleagues do for me. But otherwise, I, I hiked them all. Nice, great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on For the Earth and telling me all about your book, Oregon's Ancient Forest. It was great to learn more about the book and what it took you to to get it together and what you put in it. Thanks. I hope that it inspires people to get out and explore our ancient forests. All right. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much, Chandra. Bye.